Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette and the only current podcast dedicated to Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-639-4231. You can listen to Corvette today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say, hey, Google or Alexa, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Be sure and visit the updated Corvette Today website. It's corvettetoday.com. You can also access everything there, including the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also join the Corvette Today Facebook group there and sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And if you like YouTube, you can subscribe to the Corvette Today YouTube channel. See all Corvette Today episodes on YouTube. And be sure and patronize our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 different unique styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvettes. It's an amazing value, starting at only $23.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And use the promo code CT111 and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, and use the promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. And Soul Performance Products, developed and manufactured in the United States, the Soul Performance Products exhaust portfolio has been tailored to elevate the experience of the world's most exciting sports cars, including the latest generation of the Corvette. Soul Performance Products at S-O-U-L-P-P.com, the official performance exhaust of Corvette today. Also, MidEngineCorvetteForum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at MidEngineCorvetteForum.com. And a shout-out to Corvette Forum and CanadianCorvetteForum.com, welcoming Corvette enthusiasts from around the world. My guest on Corvette today is one of the fresh, new young faces at General Motors. He's Chevrolet's performance integration engineer for the E-Ray, and he specializes in the E-all-wheel drive chassis control integration. Plus, he's the guy that did the famous cyclone turn in the E-Ray when it debuted at Rockefeller Center's ice rink on January 17th of this year. His name is Cody Buckley. Cody, welcome to Corvette today. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having us. It was great to meet you at Bash, and I'm excited to be here today. Well, thanks for taking time to be on the show, Cody. First of all, let's talk about your upbringing, buddy. Where did you grow up? Tell me about your family, and did you come from a car family? Sure thing. So I grew up in Central Oregon, specifically Redmond, Oregon, which is in the heart of the state in a beautiful high desert. If you can envision the most epic, beautiful back roads, stunning mountain shots, great rally roads, epic scenery, that's where we grew up. You know, an awesome place to have a Corvette to spend your pastime. My family, they were a big car family. We always grew up reading car magazines, going to car shows. My dad used to talk to me about cars and how all the components function in the vehicle. Growing up as the youngest of three boys, we always were trying to find ways to have fun at the house. 
Well, one cool thing is my family had an apple orchard at our property and my dad had this John Deere tractor that he would use to weed eat and go around and spread sod around. Well, we saw it a different way. We saw that as a lap time device. So we would just take that and we would go rally it through all the trees in the orchard and lap time each other. And really that just got the spirit of racing and enthusiasm for cars and having fun, which is some of the character that you'll see in the E-Ray is just how fun it is. Well, I had a lot of fun like that growing up with my brothers rallying through the orchard. And we may have spilled a little bit of weed kill there once in a while. My dad wasn't too thrilled about the grass, but we had a great time doing it. You know, we didn't have too many sports cars growing up. He got one when I was in high school and that ship sailed for me. And that's when I became a Corvette believer at heart. That's cool. Now, you mentioned your dad. I know he was a strong influence on you. Talk about your father and the role he played in your life and in your career. Yeah, sure thing. I could speak hours about what he's done for me in a positive way. But in short, he's a great and bad influence on me. He's been a great influence as far as supporting me for racing, supporting my career, supporting me through college, giving me great advice. But he's a bad influence because he keeps getting me to buy more tires, go racing. But we have an awesome dynamic and we love to spend time at the racetrack and talking about Corvettes. You know, I really couldn't be where I'm at without the support of my parents going through college and helping me get there and keep me motivated over the years and supporting me while, you know, they all live in Oregon and I'm in Michigan. Michigan. So being able to still stay in touch and allow me to go across the country and live my life and career with General Motors has been a pretty special experience. Absolutely. Now, during your school years, when did you discover you were a car guy and was Corvette the go-to car for you? Like most people that would listen to this podcast, I grew up burning tires off of power wheels, playing with Hot Wheels, reading magazines, drawing cars, pretty much just dreaming of the new poster child car that we all love. For me, that was always the Corvette. My dad had magazines around from Car and Driver Road and Track that always had really the fourth and fifth generation cars were the iconic ones when I was growing up, right on the tail of when the C5 got released. And I remember at a very early age, around third grade for me, I remember drawing Corvettes in school and knowing like, I want to work on Corvettes someday like that's the car i was certain of it it's very obvious too that the brainwash came from my parents who loved corvettes you know at that time my dad didn't have one but he loved corvettes and it was always that was the car there was no question it was corvette or nothing at that point that's cool that's really cool now what did you study in college cody and talk about your college experience When I went to college, I started with a lot of computer background and depth from high school. So I was always into the technology side of it. So Cody has, myself, has uh, either a tech side or an automotive side. And I really like both. I love technology, cell phones and stuff like that. And I love cars and driving them, getting behind the wheel. I wanted to merge the two together. So what I did by doing that was I found a school, Oregon Institute of Technology, which is on the south side of the state, that really is hands-on experience. They offered several degrees that were very exciting. The first one I got was computer engineering technology and then embedded systems engineering technology. So those are hands-on in that computer engineering field. And then I was able to tailor that experience into the automotive world. So for me, when I would go to do projects and work through tasks each day in class, I would always relate them to car parts. For example, we had to write a controller one time. I wrote an engine controller in class. So I was always narrowing what I was learning to be towards the automotive field because I knew I wanted to work on Corvette. 
And if you think about it, riding the wave when I was in college, I knew that the computer influence in cars was going to skyrocket. And if you look at where we are today with how many controllers are in cars, I could have went the mechanical engineering path, but I knew that there was something special when you look at the computer integration and the embedded control systems in cars, that that was going to be the new hot ticket. And honestly, I think that's a pretty special path to getting into the automotive industry. So that's what I studied there. Going through experiences, it was fantastic. I went to a pretty small school, a really close group of the professors and really was focusing on working hard, getting these degrees so that I could eventually go to General Motors. That was always the goal for me and tailoring my studies towards the automotive industry throughout my experiences. That's so cool that you knew exactly what you wanted to do at such an early age. And like you said, your goal was always to work at General Motors and more specifically on the Corvette, right? Yeah, that's very accurate. And that goes back all the way high school, middle school, etc. If you'd always ask like a young kid, what do you want to do when you grew up? I actually did answer that I wanted to work on the Corvette. It's kind of ironic that that's where I'm at today because I stuck with that passion. So anyone that's listening, if you've got a passion that you want to follow or a dream, you can do it. It's true. And that's what I did is I stuck with it. And I started day one of college saying, I want to work at General Motors on Corvette. What path can I take to get there? And that's what I did with the computer engineering, embedded systems engineering, and tailoring all my classwork and all the projects to be towards automotive industry. That was all a plot for me to be able to get an interview with General Motors. And yeah, I always want to work on Corvette. So no surprise that I ended up there. That's so cool. At least you knew what you wanted to do going right into school and you focused on that. You got in, you got out, and now you're at General Motors. That's right. That's cool. Well, buddy, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about your college experience and your job at General Motors. That's coming up next on Corvette Today. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft's PVD chrome finish in bright chrome or black chrome will take your Corvette to new levels. And it comes with a five-year warranty. Durability is a defining feature of the Wheelcraft finish. Their PVD chrome is superior to traditional chrome with a finish that is brake dust resistant and cleans effortlessly with soap and water. Wheelcraft offers factory wheel exchange for select C4 through C8 models, or they can apply the PVD finish to your current wheels. No matter what generation you own, Wheelcraft will transform the look of your Corvette. With every Corvette comes a unique story, and Wheelcraft has embraced this idea. When you purchase your new set of wheels, you receive a lifetime membership to the Wheelcraft Pit Crew, granting you access to your own page on Wheelcraft's website, where you can post pictures and tell your Corvette story. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call 833-639-4231. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft. Car Capsule brings you the official multi-award winning Corvette SC1 Showcase. It's the ultimate form of protection, preservation, and presentation for your Corvette. No dust, mold, or mildew. This officially licensed GM product features all eight Corvette flag logos, Corvette branding on the panels, a carbon fiber look and feel, and interior chip onboard lighting, plus the IntelliCharge battery charger with the fan backup system. It takes only five minutes to inflate and it won't collapse when you open the doors or during a power loss. It's a freestanding drive-in, drive-out operation. See it at carcapsule.com or call 219-945-9493. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. 
Are you ready to take your Corvette to the next level? Look no further than Classic Trim Customs. As the number one supplier for American hydrocarbon, we've manufactured some of the most impressive Corvette parts on the market, from engine bay panels to splitters and side skirts. With over 30 years of experience in hydrographics, we've perfected the technique and use only state-of-the-art materials and equipment to ensure the highest quality and precision. Visit our website at ClassicTrimCustoms.com or give us a call at 305-258-3090 to learn more about our products and services. Whether you want to create a show-stopping ride or just add a touch of personalization, the sky is the limit with Classic Trim Customs. Let us help you create the Corvette of your dreams. You're listening and watching Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. Thanks for checking out Corvette Today on podcast and YouTube. It's the only current podcast dedicated to Corvette. Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Summer's here and so is car show season. You want your Corvette looking its best. Dress it up with bright chrome or black chrome wheels. Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or do a wheel exchange and you get a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-639-4231. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is Cody Buckley. Cody is the Chevrolet Performance Integration Engineer for the E-Ray. In this second segment, we're going to talk about Cody's college and how he got into General Motors. First, Cody, you participated in Formula SAE, which is really, really cool. Talk about that and what that meant to you. Formula SAE is a program that collegiate students can do where you compete against colleges all over the world, building a three-fourth scale race car. So like think of a Formula One car and then take a fourth of the dimensions off. And that's what this car is. And it has a very strict rule set that each college has to follow in order to be able to compete against each other. So it's a cutthroat environment where you're trying to develop the best race car as students while you're learning against all the big schools in the world. And for me, this was the ultimate ticket as a resume builder to catch the attention of General Motors in this example. And for anyone that's going to college, wanting to work in the automotive industry, you know Formula SAE is where you start. So for us, we were a very, very small school, limited resources. And what that did was it was honestly a blessing for us because it allowed creative thinking on how to design, manufacture, and build a race car. We knew that you could develop a pretty basic car that did all the functions and you can check all the boxes. You can go to competition and do average. But that wasn't us. We wanted to go so far into left field that we had a radical car that no one had seen before. And we wanted to introduce technologies and advancements that would catch the attention of employers so that us as college students could get jobs. So for our program, we developed an active aerodynamic system. The importance of what that is, is that we developed this in-house. We just developed the mechanical aerodynamic elements we developed the control software, and we even went down to the PCB level for the hardware so that every single aspect of it was truly designed by students. That was one of the first that's ever come out because we didn't outsource anything. The aerodynamics, the entire development of the system, the testing of it, all of that came back to us. And that truly was pure as far as what we learned. As far as the employer's sake, they could tell that we weren't influenced by any outsource consulting. And that was a big deal. You know, we had a turbo on the car. We had carbon fiber suspension components, big aerodynamic elements, really fast race cars. So you can think about what it means to build a race car and then bring it up to that level of performance. That's one of the most fun things I've ever done. So I got to improve my subjective performance. So what we do at General Motors 
motors in my job now is we have to drive the cars, write down the emotion and the experience that we have, and then we have to relate that back to engineering and metrics and how to solve or improve the performance. Well, what Formula SAE did for me was not only did it allow us to prove that we can build a race car, follow the rules and follow engineering principles, but it allowed us to improve our subjective evaluation skills, which is critical for my day job today. So for example, with the aerodynamic system, we would make a tweak to the way the control system worked when it was owning the flaps, when it was closing the flaps, what it was doing mid-corner, and we could drive the car, improve my driving skills, which is fun because I wasn't paying for the tires. And then you could relate that back to the way the control system worked and how we wanted to tweak it. Little did I know how critical that was for my day job. I think for anyone that's going through college, Formula SE is one of the most memorable experiences because you break a lot of stuff. There's a lot of questionable engineering practices, but really it's what makes you as an engineer, brings that character in. It was a great experience. Man, that sounds like so much fun, Cody. What are your degrees from Oregon Tech? then? So I went to two schools for college, one for undergrad, one for grad school. Oregon Institute of Technology or Oregon Tech is where I went for undergrad. What I got there was a computer engineering technology degree, a bachelor's in that, and a bachelor's in embedded systems engineering technology, and then an associate's in software engineering technology. And really, I only needed one of those to get a job, but I knew I wanted to get the most background and depth, though, that when someone looked at a resume, they looked at, hey, I was the captain for your formula SAE. I did this, this, and this, and I had three degrees from the school that it was enough to catch the attention from a recruiter. And then while at GM, fast forward a couple of years, was my grad school experience where I went to the University of Michigan Dearborn and got a graduate of engineering degree in automotive systems engineering. Wow. That's really fascinating. Now talk about getting into GM right after school, because when you started at GM, you started working on Corvettes in the chassis control systems, right? So getting into GM was a hilarious story. <laughs> when I was in undergrad, my dad was taking me to an IMSA Corvette race at Laguna Seca. You know, we would travel around to watch the race cars, one of the passionate father-son things we would do. Well, we drove his C6 Z51 down there and had a great time. We went and watched the race and we signed up for the Corvette Corral, which people on this podcast would be familiar with. And there was a dinner with the Corvette team and we're like, oh, that's cool. You know, we should do that. Yeah. Well, in classic Buckley form, we were 30 minutes late, not even close. And because of that, we were able to come up to the front and they're like, oh, you guys, you know, you missed it. You know, you're not even close. And they said, well, the only spots left are up front by Cadge and Josh Holder. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so I sat right next to Josh and his wife and we spent the whole evening telling awesome stories about our personal experiences at the time for me in Formula SAE and burning all my dad's tires up in his Corvette that he probably didn't realize and having fun in his car. And then hearing Josh's side on the program team and, you know, making that connection, you know, I, you can't make this up. My best advice is to show up late and go to dinner and sit right next to the chief and the executive chief. Pretty awesome experience. So that's how I made that personable contact to Josh. But I still had to graduate and I had to go through the formal process that everyone does. But he told me how to do that. Him and Taj got me in, in touch with the careers.gm.com, which is still active today. And this is another funny story because I had no idea the levels at General Motors. So I saw a bunch of jobs that had computer engineering or embedded systems, you know, relating to my background. Well, I just spam 
am applied to all of them. And I had no idea that they were like what we call level seven, level eight jobs, which is 10 years of experience more. And here I am a brand new college grad applying for these jobs that you need a ton of experience. So clearly underqualified. But the recruiter called me back explaining that to me. And I joked to them and I said, hey, I got you to call me, right? And they loved that. And then the ship sailed and they hired me. So I was pretty stoked about that. While starting at General Motors, I started in a rotation program that they offer, which is brilliant for new college grads to gain cross-functional exposure through the entire General Motors portfolio. So we've got, you know, engineering development, engineering design, manufacturing, validation, vehicle testing. There's so much that you could tailor your portfolio of what you want to do. And for me, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I want to be a chassis controls engineer on Corvette. And I was lucky enough, you know, obviously Josh and those guys have a lot of help in getting me to the right people and getting me to understand the right path how to get there. And in my second rotation, I worked in the virtual chassis controls lab. What this lab does is it takes a controller. For example, for me, it was the new electronic brake boost unit in the C8. So that e-boost is what we call it. If you think about the C7 and down, they used a hydraulic traditional style vacuum assisted brake booster. That went away on the eighth generation and we went to this fully electric boost system. And we needed to be able to test that thoroughly to make sure that it was safe for a vehicle and verify performance. I was able to get assigned to that program in 2017 timeframe. And this is very early days where you couldn't even talk about what you worked on. The Corvette was so put in a corner away from everyone, the C8 that is, and the brake boost system, effectively what we're doing is we're stimulating that real controller with inputs, thinking that it's in a vehicle. So Effectively, the eBoost thought it was in a real vehicle and were able to run it through a bunch of tests that can verify performance and feature functionality getting a couple years of exposure there and learning and getting to know the program team, that allowed me to get the analytical background of chassis controls. So I was able to learn the fundamentals of stability control, traction control, and ABS brakes. And then I was able to get a job in my current role, which is the chassis controls integration, which still works on those same systems, but now in the vehicle. So instead of working on them virtually, now I work on them physically and do the testing on the E-Ray. That sounds good. And those are great stories, buddy. Talk a little bit more kind of in layman's terms about what a chassis control systems integrator does and how it relates and makes Corvette so much fun to drive. What a chassis controls integration engineer does is they act as the voice of the customer regarding the chassis control systems. So interlock brakes, traction control, stability control. We drive those vehicles and we test out the features, the functions, and the performance. And then we have to validate that everything's working like we want it to and the performance is good. So when we find issues, we follow up on those and we verify that everything gets fixed, that the systems are safe. And the fun to drive part of it really comes in with the E-Ray as having so much tractive capacity under the car. So you start with the mid-engine that's got unbelievable amount of traction because the moving the mass to the rear. And then you add this electrified all-wheel drive system. Now we get to have so much fun with the car because even driving on a spirited back road, you feel the car having so much grip and so much torque and the immediacy that the way the car drives, you don't even need to break the law to have fun in the car. Pulling into traffic is now fun and it never gives this experience like you felt before. So what we do is we work through those systems and make sure that the performance is where we want it to be. And on the E-Ray, that meant integrating in this brand new all-wheel drive system. So what we did on a day-to-day basis is we just verify that that system is functioning with all the rest of the car. I get to work with some of the most brilliant engineers at General Motors doing so. That's so cool. Let's talk a little bit more about how you got started with E-Ray, Cody. How did you get that job and all the development thereof? 
When I got the current role I'm in, the E-Ray was just in its very infancy time frame. We didn't really have a chassis controls person that was taking it on from a holistic standpoint. When the team was working through the development, they were finalizing the Stingray, the Z51, and they were working on this brand new, beautiful LT6 flat plane crank engine. A lot of the resources were set aside to make sure that that program was a success. So early on when I got my job in circa 2019, the current role I'm in, I was assigned to monitor the chassis controls integration of the EL wheel drive on the E-Ray. And really for me, what stood out with that was I had my hand raised as high as it could be to work on this program because this car didn't have the history like the other variants had. So for example, a Z06, that's a track car and it's been that way for a very long time. Nobody knows what the E-Ray is. So that means I was going to be able to share some creativity, work on a brand new system that was very stimulating as far as comprehending how the system was going to integrate. And I was super excited. So as you can imagine, I was raising my hand very high to get the opportunity to work on this car. And then from there, we were working on an early phase of development. We call it the mule phase. And that's actually, for a fun fact, that was the first time we did a cyclone in the vehicle. But that was really awesome, right? Getting to drive an all-wheel drive Corvette for the first time and driving it in the snow and not getting stuck, getting in and out of a driveway. These were monumental things that we were able to be a part of and very passionate and excited that I got to take on this role. That's awesome. That is fantastic. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in segment number three. Let's take our final break, Cody. When we come back, we're going to talk more E-Ray, and we're going to talk about the Rockefeller Center coming up next on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want to, but what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. Vetfinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, Vetfinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette-certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department, with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well-equipped to take care of your every need. 
From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks once again for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Summer's here, and so is car show season. You want your Corvette looking its best. Dress it up with bright chrome or black chrome wheels. Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or do a wheel exchange, and you get a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-639-4231. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is Cody Buckley, Chevrolet's Performance Integration Engineer. In this third and final segment, we're going to talk more about the E-Ray and its debut at Rockefeller Center. Cody, this e-all-wheel drive system is new for the E-Ray. Talk about how the all-wheel drive system makes a difference for the customer and what someone driving the E-Ray is going to feel. The one thing you're going to feel while driving the E-Ray is that torque immediacy. You're going to get blown back into the seat from how fast the car propels to 60 miles an hour, propels out of the corner, or propels out of a snow road as you're trying to get out of a bad condition. So the E-Ray really brings this new drive experience. When you take the base mid-engine cars that are rear-wheel drive, we've got that awesome mid-engine vehicle dynamics. But this car is different. This car feels different to the customer and it provides a different drive experience to the car. So for example, driving the ER wheel drive system brings you the ability to drive on roads that you never would think of before. If you look at in the past, most Corvette drivers would be terrified of driving in the snow, on gravel, in the wet even. And this car just begs to do that. So it brings this character that really promotes the car to be driven and it's exciting to do it. And you don't need to break the law You've got this torque immediacy that right when you tip into the pedal, it just throws your head back. It feels like you're driving this big block V8 underneath you that really just wants to go. So when you look at examples for driving in low grip conditions, the all-wheel drive system is able to learn the tire capacity at each corner and adjust the all-wheel drive balance. What that means is, let's say you're driving home from work and it's in the fall and, oh boy, it's snowing. How am I going to get home? Well, in the past, you'd be really worried, maybe trying to park the car under a covering and wait out the snowstorm. In the E-Ray, it promotes you to go out in the snow and it promotes you to go have fun. And that confidence that you get behind the wheel of that near 50-50 all-wheel drive balance, that way that torque split can propel you through those conditions, it gives you that confidence behind the wheel that no Corvette has been able to do in the past on low grip surfaces. So when you're going up a mountain back road, you know, you're still in a Corvette, so you got to be mindful of ground clearance, but it's going to give you a whole new perspective of driving in the snow that no other Corvette's been able to match in the past. And it's fun. That's the thing is you're going to go through that and you're going to say, oh, I'm throwing rocks up on the side of the car. That's not good. Man, that was fun. I want to do that again. (laughs) And really that playful all-wheel drive balance comes in because it's able to learn and adjust the way that torque delivers in the car. It's always doing the right thing for the surface at hand. So if you're driving on an asphalt pad, a closed down drift pad, and you're wanting to get the car sideways and have fun with it, 
it's going to have a different all-wheel drive balance than it would driving up a snow pass or on a gravel back road. And the neat thing about this is the way that integration works is it feels natural to the driver. The main mission that we got from the program team was this car needs to have digital systems that feel analog. What I mean by that is it needs to feel natural to the driver where they don't have to think about it. We want the car to feel just like a normal car would, even though you've got two disconnected powertrains working together via software communication. We did an exceptional job of making the car feel as one connected natural flow while driving. It's really special. So a couple of examples there are when you look at the traction control system, we now have control for each wheel of the car. And that's new for Corvette, obviously, with the front driven wheels. But the all wheel drive system and the traction control are in two different modules and they need to work together. So we spent a lot of time in development making those interfaces and the performance work where they're not stepping on each other's toes, the way that the torque is being delivered to the front axle and the traction control system is managing the torque. That's the positive torque side of it. So the fun pedal, when you get a tip into the throttle and get sideways, but there's also the other aspect of the car. It's a P4 architecture from a hybrid standpoint. And what that means is we have to recover energy naturally. There's no plug-in. So we have to do heavy brake regen, coast regen, that type of energy recovery systems that are very creatively integrated so that the anti-lock brake system can still recover full energy. So for example, when you're driving on snow, the regen energy on the front axle is enough. That torque is enough to lock the wheels in certain conditions. So the ABS control system has to be able to balance brake pressure and regen torque on the front axle so that you still have that stable brake stop and turnability that you're used to while driving on low grip surfaces. And then when you're on a racetrack and you're on a high grip surface, well, guess what? We can barrel in all that regen and still manage the braking through a corner so that you're capturing as much energy as possible. So we had to think through all of those brand new interfaces that never existed. Really, we had to have so many whiteboards on this car because nothing existed. We had to go back to the whiteboard so many times, get these interfaces sorted out and verify that the performance is doing what we want. And that was one of the critical parts about the E-Ray in this integration domain is just making sure that all of these control systems work together in harmony so that it's an awesome experience for the driver and they get the confidence that we want. That's amazing. You know, it makes me want to buy an E-Ray and it's a true four season all year car then, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, if you look at what we've done with the car in all the media that we've shown so far, we truly have taken this car on low grip surfaces, driven it through ice, driven it through snow, and really it showed off the plethora of capability that this car has. And it takes the Corvette to that new four season capacity, whether you're on a racetrack, whether you're on the low grip surfaces, whether you're canyon carving. And all of that comes to the centerfold of the car, which is that brand new Michelin Pilot Sport all-season 4-plus tire that is bespokely designed with Michelin for the E-Ray. This tire brings that all-season name to a whole new level. We did all of our snow development and ice development with the all-season. We don't even recommend winter tire car unless if you're in an export market that forces us to go that direction. So we're telling people to drive these things on all seasons. And guess what? That tire can pull nearly a G of lateral capacity, which means it's great for canyon carving, going all around on the best roads across the United States. And this tire really just takes it to a whole new level, and we're beyond excited for the customers to experience it on the E-Ray. When you combine this brand new all-season tire with the E-All-Wheel Drive electrified system, you get 
a Corvette that can take you places like none other before. That's amazing. I can't wait for this car. Now, Cody, the E-Ray debuted on the exact same day, which is January 17th, that the first Corvette debuted in New York City 70 years ago. That seemed like a stroke of genius to me. Was that your idea? That was very creatively and strategically placed on that date. I call it Trevor's awesome idea. Trevor Tompkins with our communications team, he was able to identify that New York was obviously where the Corvette was revealed 70 years ago on that date. We couldn't miss that date by a day. We had to have it exact, right? So we had to do something exactly on that date, downtown New York, that would blow the minds of people across the world. And really, if you look at what we did, the Rockefeller Center is at the heart of New York City, and we wanted it to be that way. We wanted to be right in the front of everyone and show off this brand new vehicle and celebrate 70 years of Corvette along the way. Let's talk about that Rockefeller Center debut because the logistics of that had to be mind-boggling. Debuting the E-Ray on the ice rink there at Rock Center had to be so much fun, but there's a lot of logistics that went into that, right? Yeah, the, the logistics is really what consumed all of the time for this. When you step back and you walk through the bash presentation that I did, which was a pretty nice way of walking through this piece by piece, you look at when everyone was at home enjoying their vacation with the holidays, our team was working overtime trying to make this happen. So the first thing was, you know, the communications team said, hey, we want to use downtown New York. Well, we got to find somewhere to go. Trevor jokingly was like, what about the Rockefeller Center? And we all looked at it and we're like, that'd be cool. What are we going to do there? And I remember joking with Trevor, like, I think we can drift that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that was the point where I said, hey, we've got this maneuver, you know, in our back pocket that we found, which we'll talk about the cyclone being like something that would be really neat to show off to customers. <laughs> like, I think we can drift that downtown New York. So we're both like, ah, you know, the integration team was pretty skeptical. Like, no way. The Rockefeller is never going to let us do this. And we heard it from Trevor, like, no, no, we're green light. We're like, no way. Like, they're going to let us put a Corvette there. And then we're like, oh boy, how do you get a Corvette down there? There's not a driveway into this thing. Well, it's New York City. Apparently, you can just rent a huge crane, close down the streets, and you can just the car down. We thought along this way, like, ah, no way. It's never going to happen. We get past that hurdle and we're like, oh my gosh, we have a crane. The city's going to let us do it. How is this possible? And then halfway through there, we're like, we should probably test this to make sure we can do this maneuver. So we went to our Northern Michigan test facility and this was early December timeframe. And we set up on an ice field. We've got a beautiful snow and ice facility up there. And we set up cones, the exact dimensions of the Rockefeller Plaza. And we were able to try out a bunch of things, try some launches, try some drifting. And what we found out was, hey, the cyclone, that's the top ticket. But you can't really see the drama. Ice is boring visually because you don't really see what's going on from the dynamics of the wheels. And that's when we said, man, we need snow. So we brushed over some snow from a snowfield up north and we were able to throw up snow all over the sides of the car, all four wheels spinning. It was magical and beautiful. And we needed that to be what people saw on live TV. And the team was amazed. Wow. Downtown New York, you can just rent a company that brings 53 foot trucks in of ice and converts it into snow. And that's what we did. So we got past that step. So let's step back. We've gotten approval to use the Rockefeller. We have a way to get the car down there and we can make snow oh my goodness, we're going to be able to do this. And that's really when it became real. 
it was to the point where we really needed to make sure this was going to be a success for General Motors and for the Corvette brand. And what's awesome about this whole thing is it really went to plan. We didn't have a lot of hurdles. There were some small quirks, you know, making the snow, the machine was getting clogged up. We were running through those type of things. We found that the ice was groupier than we had thought because when we got there, we didn't have them Zamboni. So all the aggregate was still there from the cute kids skating around all day. That was a huge benefit. And then getting the vehicles down with the cranes, that was a pretty risky thing, right? Like, can you imagine if that would have failed? A car falling off, that would be horrible. So thankfully, everything went very safe, went right to the plan, and the cars got down there. We had two cars down there to practice with overnight. As you know, we started at 10 p.m. the night before and pulled an all-nighter practicing. Everything really went to plan. We found that we actually wanted less snow than we initially thought, so that was good. You know, things to figure out that we wanted to get the surface exactly perfect. And I tell you what, the first time that we practiced that cyclone, oh my goodness, downtown New York while everyone was sleeping. What a magical experience. You know, this wasn't on live TV. This was overnight and it was in the practice car, but we knew we were going to be able to do it and we were be able to get something so special for the customers of the Corvette and the enthusiasts of the brand that we were going to shock the world. That was so cool. And this cyclone turn, I watched this over and over and over. This has got to be like a first in automotive history because the E-Rate spins on its center axis, not from the front wheels and spins around on the front wheels like a donut, right? Yeah, that's what's so cool about the E-Ray. Circling back to our winter test facility, back in 2019, we had our mule vehicle, which is an early development E-Ray that we built up like a Frankenstein to be able to test all these systems early on. One afternoon after the testing was complete, we turned traction and stability control off and we're like, well, this thing's all-wheel drive. It should be able to do something different than a Z06. Let's see what it can do. And we were in a back snow field off in the corner where no one's watching. And we just went full throttle, turned the wheel. The passenger and I were just so confused. We're like, what the heck was that? You know, like we were trying to figure it out from an engineering perspective. We're like, well, it didn't really rotate on this axis. It didn't rotate on that axis it rotated at the center of the driven torques. And we're like, wait a minute. And we back the car up and we look at our tracks and we can see that the marks in the snow, the car was completely in place from a top view perspective. It was spinning upon itself. And that's when we knew, you know, through the development of the E-Ray, we were joking with the program team, like, man, this car is pretty special at winter. Can't wait for you to drive it. We've got this new maneuver we want to show you. I don't really remember where the cyclone name came from, but it fits, you know, it's not a drift. It's not a donut. It's a cyclone, you know, it sits in place and it spins. But the neat thing about about this was at winter test over the years of course we did this all the time after that every year going back you know all the way through the winter test development cyclones were natural as part of the test process there but we would only do a couple of them laugh about it you know go and bring the car back in the garage what we did at the rockefeller center was nothing like i'd done before the amount of spins that we did there 20 spins in a row that was to the next level we really just wanted to show something so special to the world that i think a adrenaline kick in because if you think about it again, you might not do that with all the walls going on. But that was something that we'd never seen before. We went from a full battery, full state of charge on the front axle, all the way down to our vehicle dynamics buffer, which is where we limit it on purpose so that you don't run out of all wheel drive for vehicle dynamics in one maneuver. You know, that was pretty incredible to be able to do that and to be able to do it such an awesome way in 
in front of so many people live for the world to see really shows that the E-Ray is different. It's awesome and it's ready to conquer the world. Buddy, I was watching that and I looked at that thinking, oh my gosh, look at that. That has never been done before. That was simply mind-boggling. It was so cool. Cody, I can't wait for the E-Ray, which is slated to come out at the end of the year. There's a lot of firsts with this car. First time with all-wheel drive. It's the first hybrid. Any closing thoughts about the E-Ray that you want to convey? Yeah, really for me, I'm obviously biased, but I love this car. It's so much fun to drive. And really, if you're listening to this podcast and you're on the fence about the E-Ray and it's right for you, I just want you to give it a chance because when you drive this car, the experience you're going to have behind the wheel is magical. I just want everyone to know that this car, it's a Corvette at its soul. And this electrified addition to the car only makes it better. Those zero to 60s are repeatable over and over again. And who doesn't like that? That torque immediacy that you get from the front axle and the way that this car can react on a racetrack, the way the all-wheel drive can help you from a vehicle dynamics perspective and driving on those conditions, everybody can relate to when they took their sports car out and they hit a road that they were worried about either from snow or too much water. This car is meant for that. You know, it's the car that you can truly drive across the country. That green touring experience, it's super comfortable. It's blistering fast. And it is the brand new Corvette to the portfolio, the 2024 Corvette E-Ray. Buddy, I can't wait for this car. You've got me all excited about this thing. I can't wait to see it here at the end of the year. Cody, thank you so much for taking the time to be on Corvette today. This has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having us. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. And please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors. Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. Soul Performance Products at soulpp.com, the official exhaust of Corvette today. True Wealth and Company at retirewithtrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels, get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at aerolari.com and Hendrick Chevrolet in Kansas City at chevyusa.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.